Is this thing on? I think so. I love you. Yo, what's up? Welcome back. Third episode. We are opening it up. We are done talking about relationships. And now we're going to be getting into men's mental health. A.K.A. Big Boys Cry. Yeah, we got... So far, we're planning out three episodes. Like a segment type thing. Yeah, maybe 30 minutes each, we're thinking. So hopefully we'll try to keep this down. As close as we can. (laughs) Yeah, as close as we can. But In case you guys didn't know, I'm famous on Instagram. So I met Fergie one time. And she told me that um, big girls cry. Big girls? Big, no. Are we talking about like BBWs cry? <laughs> big girls don't cry, but boys, big boys, we cry. And it's okay to cry. But um, I think it's great to be back. You know, we took a little, not hiatus, but just kind of. Some planning, um, and New Year came through. Yeah, it was important to kind of level ourselves out and figure out what we're going to do next and different things like that. So I think it's important to start this segment early. You know, for those of you that are watching, dudes, women, you know, whatever, um, whatever you he, she, they, them, whatever you claim yourself to be, um, you know, take this to your heart because this is a touchy subject yeah you know i get a little vulnerable (laughs) i might cry i might drop a little tear for you guys show you my real side so i mean you guys see and i think i think there was a mental health like month crazy thing is 75 percent of men are killing themselves 75 percent of men are killing themselves no no not 75 percent more than more than 75 percent of people who kill themselves are men are men oh okay <laughs> that was gonna be a skewed statistic <laughs> my bad y'all i'm not good at math but um but that's crazy you know and it, it's kind of swept underneath the rug oh, oh, that's, that's what it was may yeah may is mental health month yeah so yeah it's that's insane it's eye-boggling you know my prayers go out to all the families that have that are dealing with that and have dealt with it. You know, um, yeah. it's a whole different ball game when you get into that kind of stuff. Where do you think it starts out with? Like what? Like what do you? I mean, I mean, this topic is so broad. Well, we can talk about a couple things. Like I said, we'll try to keep this just short because we got a couple other things that we want to talk about on the future episodes. So this one, I think we should go into. Uh, a few a few topics confidence courage and then some of the societal norms that men have or maybe the roles that they feel like they have to play yeah i mean i would i would say like from a confidence standpoint just open it up we have to have cer- a certain amount of money which makes us confident mm-hmm. feeling ha- yeah feeling the need to provide the pr- to provide and protect i mean i'm i'm only like 170 pounds I've never really taken any fighting classes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, different things like that. So that that could bring some some different aspects of people of 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 the dude just kind of like his mind like going away from just being happy in his daily lives. Like, oh my god, I have to protect. I have to do this. I have to be financially stable. And that 
silently can make somebody really a guy really stressed out you know yeah so taken away from that if you're not financially free or stable or you're not able to protect your girlfriend or your family i mean just off rip confidence is tanking Mm -hmm. you know yeah some i think some men might equate confidence to physical appearance Mm -hmm. and i know that we were kind of talking to my dad about that and that was one of his his points that he brought up was the physical aspect of Maybe how you look, how you're sculpted. Are you overweight? Are you underweight? Are you self-conscious about the way that you walk? Or like the, I mean, there's so many different avenues that we could go in, but I think having some sort of idea of maybe what you think about yourself physically will have something to do with, you know, us talking about the mental health. Yeah, because like, you know, we go to work, you know, and we have pretty... We, we try to be pretty calculated mm-hmm. and it's like oh man like i don't have time to go to the gym you know because the physical appearance i mean that just lines up perfectly with the gym you know or uh, taking care of your body essentially whether Staying it be active. acne like acne it could be all different types of things um that can that can take away from somebody's confidence but it's like oh i wish i looked like that or i wish mm-hmm. i could i had the time or strength to to get to that type of physical you know level or appearance yeah yeah even going in i mean confidence wise like how you you might react to yourself or you maybe your confidence with picking up um i wouldn't say picking up but maybe you know in sexual encounters you know how good are you with talking to people while you're out at a bar or out somewhere and you're trying to close Mm -hmm. or something like that and you know, it, how how well do you feel, how confident do you feel in yourself when you're out there trying to talk to people and you might not be able to hold a conversation or you might not be able to close or you might feel bad because there is a stigma of mm-hmm. you have to hook up with somebody while you're out or whatever the case is. Yeah, and it's like you're with your friends too and maybe like I'm not good at closing, but you are. Alicia, I love you. I'm just using it as a reference. <laughs> you know maybe you're good at closing and it's like when i'm watching you and and you make it look so easy but then i have to go home that night knowing that i didn't come home with somebody you know somebody new to hang like a number or somebody to hang Mm -hmm. out with that's i'm i'm gonna be in my house like especially me i live by myself so like like dang like i i wasn't able to you got all the opportunity in the world to sit there (laughs) at a bar like does i mean there's a bunch of women there you know what i'm saying like but after the fact it's like we you know we sit in that silence and it's like dang like what was i do? what did i what did i not say right mm-hmm. you know so it, it kind of like you know makes us overthink and over time that could really mess up and then oh man you know i don't want to go to the bar yeah you know i don't want to go out yeah. and then like your guy's like man come on man stop being a me you know what i'm saying stop yeah. being a like, stop being a pussy type thing yeah and you're like, or you make an excuse, you know, and that goes into other topics that we'll talk about, like the insecurity of things. So do you think feeling pressured by your male friends to maybe perform or do as they do? Yeah. Because I know we can get into that in a, in a later, uh, I know that might be in our some of our other episodes, but I mean, talking about right now with having certain friends that you, or certain people that Group you go out to. Group of friends. Yeah. You know, um some people aren't fortunate enough to have a, cl- uh, 
some people have friend cliques and some people just have a solid group of people that they associate themselves with. Yeah. You know, um, so you have to, like you said, like it's unfortunate that men do have to, we do have to perform. Like we have an expectation and I'm not being sexist. Women have expectations that are good and bad from the world too, but just focusing on on men's mental health. It's like, like I was saying, like we have to be financially free. We have to perform in front of women. We have to perform at work, Mm -hmm. you know, and you sign up for a job, you have a work, a job description. Yep. But at the same time, who can, who, who do we go to talk to when we do have a bad month or who do we go to when we haven't had a girlfriend for three, four, five years and you really want one, but you just aren't able to get one. So I think men are expected to perform, which puts a lot of pressure mm-hmm. on us and it, on anybody. Yeah. I, I naturally, I think women do want a strong man, but there's also those very independent or stronger women that are completely okay without a man or will say, you know, I, I don't, I don't need a man to sit there and provide for me. I'm, I'm well enough. You know, it's again, like me traditionally providing for women or me, me traditionally providing for Alicia and I'm, and which I do carry that burden because that was honestly the way that I was raised. Yeah. That was the way that I, I was brought up was, you know, you do want to provide, but it's also, uh, it's an accomplishing feeling to know that you are the provider, you are the protector. So mm-hmm. I, I see where these are coming from, but I do think that women in a sense in the relationship has, has just an equal part. We, we aren't going to play the same roles because I think that, each other we're des not destined but we are maybe more so responsible for doing other things mm-hmm. i'm not going to ask alicia to do something that i know for sure i'm better at her than doing and that that's not even like an ego thing mm-hmm. that's just it's like hey let me own this part yeah and it's like hey like you might be better at cooking i'm not saying that i don't want to learn how to do it either you know so right don't, don't take it that way but it's more of like if i have the resources to teach you and all of this, I'm most definitely going to teach you. Yeah. That's, that's just in my nature is to want to show you how to do something. But like I, like I kind of what I was saying, I think that both the men or both the people in the relationships are, they have their set, not expectations, but like the, they have their set roles in the relationship, mm-hmm. you know? And it's not, it's not, it's not concrete. Things can change. Right. But I think interchangeable would be a good yes, word. Interchangeable. Yeah. Um, I would say too, like to that note, it's like, if I'm trash at cooking, <laughs> you know, I'm probably not going to be cooking. Teach me. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Going back to the, just teach me. Yeah. So, but, but sometimes it's like, we, we, you don't have those healthy connections and it can be, it can be anything, you know, mm-hmm. um, you don't have those it's like, hey, Renzo, like you aren't good at cooking, but it's like, hey, I want to learn, you know, <laughs> <laughs> how well are you open to receiving feedback from your, part, exactly. like from your partner? Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you don't have that, if you don't have that good connection with your person, um, your family, whatever it may be, if you guys don't have that constructive criticism, I think that could be a, definitely a huge um, way that impacts men's mental health, mm-hmm. you know, because if 
like think about it. Like if if we if I mean people are getting shot in Walmart nowadays. The it's parking like lot, yeah, parking yeah. lot. I mean, all different types of stuff. So it's like, am I able to protect who I'm with? Yeah, you know. Or if someone's catcalling, um, w- whether you're with your sister or whether you're with your girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. How well are you to? Because some people are more destructive than others. Some people respond differently in situations like that. If it were me, just speaking from more of like a a wise standpoint, I think that I just would keep walking unless they approach me and get into my circle and I feel the need to protect myself, then I will. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're just cat calling, dude, that shit happens everywhere. Yeah. You know, especially at, when you date a bad bitch, you signing up for cat calling. You, you got to expect it. Because <laughs> Alicia, I mean, respectfully fat ass walking by and i'm like god damn you know that shit kind of got a jiggle to it <laughs> next thing you know somebody else says the same thing yeah it's disrespectful but i'm gonna keep walking yeah unless you sit there and like blow it out of proportion like saying some dumb shit i mean like sure i'm gonna be like like know, come on bro don't we talk about my ass like that you know <laughs> you looking at my ass like what you you know you want to whatever but it, it's the same thing like i don't feel a need to go out of my way to I guess show him that I'm dominant, you know, whatever, because I, for one, I don't want to get into a legal altercation with, Mm -hmm. you know, getting caught up with police, getting caught up with assault, all of that. I could have walked away. Yeah. You know, that's not the life I choose to live. I want to keep, I want to keep the peace in my life. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to keep things moving again, unless you choose to enter in my circle and you pose a threat to me, that's when it's either, okay, there's, one of two things are about to happen. Either one of us is going to die if if it's really that extreme mm-hmm. or there's going to be a fight. Yeah. And you won't some I mean just honestly like you you might there's one person that's going to win and one person that's going to lose. And I might I might lose. I yeah. might lose, but I feel like I got, you know, like sometimes they they say it people that are mentally challenged you know how they have like that just strength to them yeah absolutely i feel like i got that strength dude i got crackhead strength (laughs) yeah for sure that's i mean that's i mean that can be stressful like just as simple as going out you know um wrong place wrong time yeah and it's like and two kind of going back to like the financial piece you know being the provider Mm -hmm. because we can talk about protection but also providing it's like that background stress of damn like i you know we're supposed to be traveling we're supposed to be doing this yeah and you don't want the girl to pay for everything now like i said there's a balance that's different like hey like i'm gonna treat us yeah to a trip somewhere or you know last time you covered the, the trip to italy you know let me do it this time but it's like if you don't have that healthy balance Mm -hmm. and you're kind of like expected to run that play in the relationship from a financial standpoint or like it doesn't have to be friend a relationship it can be friendship like if you are that one generous person that's just like hey you know let let me grab you some coffee and then but your your people start taking advantage of that Mm -hmm. and it's and you like self-reflect and it's like dang like i'm giving out all this money and you're providing for your friends, but you're not getting anything back. I mean, you start kind of questioning, like, why am I doing this kind of stuff? People, I mean, p- some people's love languages are gift giving. 
Mm-hmm. And there's this one girl that I worked with where we've talked about this extensively. Every conversation that she that I'm around and she's talking to other people, getting to know them, she's always bringing up love languages. And <laughs> I just think it's really funny. Uh, but it's true, though. Like yeah. we, we, She's a cancer. If that makes you feel any better, John. She, 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 okay, funny story. She, she was hanging out with this guy. I'm not going to say her name, but she was hanging out with this guy. She was traveling up to Philly and hanging out with him. I guess she was seeing him for whatever, um, had some sort of interest. And she, I guess she got drunk or what, something. And she felt so bad that she gave him $100. She was like, yeah, sorry for putting up with me. Here's $100. She just, she's also told me stories. Yeah, dude. I, my same reaction. My eyes were open. Yeah, what's she like, look like, bro? <laughs> <laughs> you might have set you up with some of my friends. <laughs> They're trying to get a check right now. Right, bro. Yeah, but it, if I, yeah. some people are like that where they just give and, and that's, you know, I, so I have a hard time accepting it. But it's also, my grandpa was that same way. Uh, he, before he passed away, he, my dad and him actually talked a lot about him being able to accept gifts. My oh, dad yeah. was very stubborn with it because yeah. he was always like, you know, like I don't know if he feared him rubbing it in his face or just him like holding that over him or mm-hmm. whatever, which at the end, my grandpa was like, look, I've been blessed. I remember let that me, conversation. Let me bless you sort of thing. Yeah. No, that makes so much sense, man. Like, yeah. you know, we, it's like we try to, it's, it's kind of like going back to the performance piece. It's like, you know, you go out with a group of friends. Now, nah, let me cover the whole meal. Yeah. It's like, you know. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. But at the same time, like, it's all, it, it also brings you stress because it, in, in just mental imbalance because it's not that you want that in return, but you kind of want somebody to do that as, as well in the group or between people, you know. Um, and then over time, as you are constantly being that generous person, you get tired. You start to question, like, should I, should I be generous or gener- uh, uh, generous at all? You know? Yeah. And, and then that just opens up the gate to like, just that overthinking process of, oh, like if I give, I wonder if they'll want to give back to me, different things like that. Um, so, I mean, that all kind of deteriorates down to it it just chips away at our confidence, um, from a financial standpoint, you know, Mm -hmm. so being like providing on a, on a sense of maybe materialistic items, whether Mm -hmm. it be a car, um, rent bills, car note, whatever, what's, what's your take on that in a sense of. I guess more of that providing. Well, firsthand experience. I bought my ex a car. <laughs> I bought her a car on repeat. So, yeah, um, cash. So, you know, it was a providing piece because she was driving my car, and I don't want her driving my car. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's like the the deeper message was, hey, let me step up to the plate, and. And do and not do this for you, but do this together. Like, yes, I have the funds. Yes, we arrange things. But let me be that that centerpiece and let's go get a car today. Right yeah. now. 
know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a big process in buying a car. I mean, it, it wasn't a hoopty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was a legit car. She's probably still driving it right now. Yeah. So. Well, she paid for it, didn't she? She paid for it. That's what's up. Yeah. So over time, um, after a couple, you know, you're not gonna get into that. <laughs> but uh, you won't get into the specifics. <laughs> but but the but the thing was, it's like you complete that action. Yo, I bought my girl. I bought my girl a car. Yeah. Like I feel like a fucking boss. It, it, it makes you feel nice, though. I mean, but at the same time, it's like it adds up. Such a such a easy transaction. You go to the bank, you pull money out, you go to the dealer, you give them the money. I mean, it was cash, so the, the transaction was quick, you know. But you still go home, and this kind of goes into another episode on that high. Like you're really high. And it's like, yo, I bought my girl a car, da da da. And she's driving him the what you know, it's you know what I'm saying? Like she's happy, different things like that. But you still go home and it's like in the back of your head, it's like, dang, like I just bought my ex a car. I bought my girl a car, but I'm still not able to pinpoint my internal emotions in the midst of that great experience. So it's like I provided but at the same time, I'm still fighting within myself, which I was. And I hate to keep re- referring back to this relationship, but that's... Well, it's showing good examples. Yeah, great example. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be on a podcast and, and not relate with yeah. real life experiences. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> But it's like, I was still fighting in lieu of, I mean, plane tickets, clothes rent keeping the house over our head all that stuff and i wasn't able to find that emotional balance and and it later led me to be become depressed and go through some rock bottom experiences between both of our actions you know i'm not excusing i'm not excusing myself i'm not excusing her for what happened but you know that's it's it's stressful it's stressful having to wake up and know that you've got to put on. So there's a lot of things that kind of take away from confidence. Yeah. Well, we got maybe about a little less than 10 minutes left. Let's hop into seeking help and courage. Cause courage was a lot with, I mean, that's going to go a lot really into speaking up about your mental health mm-hmm. and just talking openly about how you feel. And sometimes it is very hard because people bottle it, bottle it in, mm-hmm. and over time, you know, whether you're projecting or whether you're just holding on to it, and you're waiting—not really waiting—but there's that one thing that sets makes it off. You, yeah, it just makes you explode, mm-hmm. and you, at that point, kind of lose control, and Absolutely. you start to down spiral. And it's like reaction. Yeah, and you might say some things that you can't take back. Right. And I, I know my dad was talking about that too when we were going over the topic with him and. You know, I, I've been down that point mm-hmm. or I've been down that road where I, I had to make it a point where I, I I one time told Alicia, I said, hey, you know, you which I think we mentioned this in the last episode. And it's funny that all of this is kind of coming back into this. Yeah. Um, not that we're trying to make it a relationship stuff, but I think that's something that we both could segue. To. Yeah. Um, but the mental health aspect is you're holding on to so much stuff and 
there's been past, even past relationships where I've made the mistake of just kind of blowing up and, and it's turned out really bad. No one wants to hear it. And you, you also feel like shit too afterwards. Like you might feel better, but then again, it's just like, man, I could have handled that so, so differently. And whether it be the guidance that you might be seeking, um, you know, how deep the issues are or where, like what's the root cause of, of your issues, Yeah. how, how you're handling those issues. Are you, you know, going into drugs? Are you going, are you drinking alcohol? Are you going out? Are you hanging out with the wrong people? Uh-huh. Are the people that you are hanging around with, are they influencing you well? Or, enabling. Or are they enabling you? Exactly. Right. And you know, when you, when you have the courage to stand up for yourself and, and tell yourself this is enough, it's probably down multiple roads where you've, you've tried all these different things and all these different avenues. And you finally just, you know, you get to the point where you want to make that change. Yeah, no, it makes perfect sense, man. Like it's hard to talk, you know, especially when you feel like the world isn't there, you know, um, which is pretty deep because I mean, you and I are right next to each other Mm -hmm. and not that I am, but I could be jovial John, you know, like happy da da da. Like I like to be around my friends, but I could, I could leave this house. Not that I am, but I could, or, you know, vice versa. Not, um, I could leave this house and just be completely like morbid. Yeah. It's like, you know, you have people there, but it's almost like, you know, like when you're playing like dodgeball, like back in elementary school and like the ball's coming at the dodgeball's coming at your face. <laughs> Gotta specify what kind of balls. <laughs> like, hey, yo, calm down. The ball's coming at your face. That's a different episode. But you forget how to move. Like you, like you yeah. get stuck. You tense up. You tense you know? up. And it's like you, like you get, you get out. Like you get hit and you get out. So, I encourage everybody that's watching this, man. Like, we don't got a, we don't have a platform right now. But I really don't care. But if we gonna be on here and speak about mental, like mental health, like I'm gonna be an advocate for. It's not even a matter of swallowing swallowing your pride. Go get help. Go seek help. Throw the Hail Mary and say, fuck it. I'm going to go ask for some help. 11.3% of men in the United States have seeked help in 20, what was 20. It, 2020. 11.3. Yeah. Seeked help or got treatment yeah. okay. uh, from a mental health, mental health standpoint. Um I do think it's something that you need to take seriously, though. And I think seeking help needs to be on the list of things that need to be, um, uh, what is it, destigmatized or whatever, unstigmatized, however. Destigmatized. Destigmatized, yeah. however the form of the word is. It, there just needs to not be a stigma of going to seek help, seeking counseling, going to see a psychiatrist or going to see a therapist, whatever. You know, like we, even at work, we actually have open a lot of yeah, a part of the insurance good resources that offer you to be like hey do you need to talk to somebody are you good you know we even have like when we have a death at the store or at my work we we had a therapist that was there and be like hey you know we we have this open for you if you need to see counseling temporarily yeah uh, and it was a good resource to have yeah, no, and at least the option was provided. I said I declined it because I I really didn't need to open up about that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, not to say I wasn't affected, but I've I've seen death happen multiple times in front of me, where either an animal has died, a mm-hmm. person has died in front of me, and 
I've taken in enough, but you know, some things you, you can openly decline and, and still kind of move on. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Like, even if it's not a matter of like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm really, I'm depressed or like, I'm really down. Like sometimes you just got to get things off your chest. You do. You know, and you just have to, you just kind of have to talk about it. And, and the, you, you know, the saying like, oh man, I feel so, I feel so much better now, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think too, kind of courage, um, ties into, we'll talk about it more, but communication, you had a shitty week, yo. I'm having a terrible day right now. I just need some space. Just give me, give me thirty minutes. Yeah, and I will be able. We will be. We will be able to resume this conversation. I feel like, from a relationship standpoint, a friendship standpoint, a work standpoint, any kind of standpoint, you will be able to convey that to your boss, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your friend, your platonic relationship, whatever it may be. And just say, hey, I'm having a rough day. Give me, give me thirty minutes. Yeah, you things know? things add up. Like, I, I was like, even getting everything ready for the podcast, there was a few things that were just minor setbacks mm-hmm. that were causing me to get frustrated. Luckily, we were able to get everything through. But even stuff like that, it's hard to express sometimes, even to your guy friends, because mm-hmm. it's, you know, you, uh, an article that we were reading earlier was even in the workplace when you have to ask for help sometimes it makes men feel like they're incompetent of doing their job or performing at a higher level yeah or maybe even being seen by others as incompetent or not being able to perform at mm-hmm. a higher level you know yeah no i mean i can imagine i was i mean you know i don't really do all the audio stuff <laughs> but um i i mean it makes sense like Man, you should have said something, bro. Yeah. I would have went and got you some ice cream or something. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's not like that. I'm trying to cut this weight. But, nah, I mean, seek help, people. Reach out to us. Go to the gym. Go to the gym. Even if you, who cares if you're pulling five pounds? Less weight, more reps means more definition. So, yeah, get in there and muscles. just, get in there and just don't worry about the weights. Worry about <laughs> your mental. Like, you're going to get, like, you're. I told my brother this because he was down bad. He was like, man, um, everybody's looking at me. He And he said this verbatim. He said, I feel like people are looking at me and claiming me to be a beginner and you're more experienced. And that is making me nervous. That's making me feel weird. Yeah. So I'm, I'm on the gym, the, the fitness side of TikTok. And there's a lot of stuff that I see up there where people, even with us looking at other dudes, I feel like men are more likely to look at other dudes in the gym because we appreciate what you're working towards. Mm-hmm. We're going to be the ones that sit there and be like, bro, you're looking good. Like that, you got a fucking dump truck, whatever, <laughs> whatever the case is. But I mean, I think we do look at women, you know, habitually. And I think not that we're sexualizing them in, in, in that form of you know working out sure you know whatever like you you're doing you're hitting legs and you you're squatting Mm -hmm. if that ass is poking like sure i i doubt someone's not gonna look but i'm just saying in the sense of men looking at other men that shit happens too and i think what also needs to be i guess destigmatized um, destigmatized is like if you're not gay if you look at other dudes and appreciate it one of so i was at work one time and i was wearing (laughs) these nice pants they were some 
olive green chinos from Target. Target be having some hits. People bro. sleep on Target, and so they be he having was, some hits at Target. <laughs> you got to find them. But he, I was working with this dude, real cool dude. Um, he, we're kind of into the same stuff, same style of music, whatever. But we, we just joke around with each other, just saying gay jokes all the time. Doesn't even matter. I don't really think about it because I just think it's funny. Mm-hmm. And I also just enjoy being around him. But he was like, man, look, I don't got to play for the team to appreciate the other. Uh, you no, know, he said, I don't have to. Damn, what did he say? I can, I can probably, I don't have to play for the other team to like appreciate the uniform. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like you look at the other, whatever. I mean, you don't, I don't have to play for the team to, I don't have to play for the same team to appreciate the uniform. Mm. That's what it was. Yeah. But so things like that happen all the time. And, and I, I think, I don't even think about it. I could care less. Mm-hmm. I make gay jokes all the damn time. Yeah, you do. All the damn time, dude. <laughs> Just because I appreciate y'all. Yeah. But, but yeah. So, hey, seek help, people. Like I said, reach out to me, Renzo. I don't have the numbers handy, but I'm not giving out my number. Um, well, not ours, but like oh. <laughs> the hotlines and stuff. Uh, Logic yeah. made a song about it. Yeah. Um, for oh, like suicide, hotline. you know, suicide and mental health. Just reach out. You know, have a conversation. Um, you know, don't be afraid to cry you know what i'm saying like it's okay to do that kind of stuff um women appreciate dudes that are you know confident and have the courage to say i'm having a bad day um yeah. the world appreciates that you own, know own, own accountability it. like there's so many books i've read <laughs> from a business standpoint leadership standpoint own up confess i messed up you know i'm i'm not i'm not on my a game right now whatever the case may be mm-hmm. um so we appreciate you guys yeah. um this is going to be a pretty solid segment confidence courage seeking help and societal norms that we kind of went over yeah and 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 feel free to like dm us reach out you know what i'm saying like this this podcast is to connect with the community and the reason why we opened it up was to have a voice and have a have a voice and to communicate with people when the world isn't really communicating that much and we use digital now to do that um we appreciate you guys and stay tuned for episode four yeah episode four we will have the title on hand uh yeah so yeah episode four look out for the next episode talk to you guys sweet